This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television program. Also, those that are watching social media, whether it's Rumble, Roku, YouTube, and other platforms, welcome. We're also on 40 podcasts. And if you're listening on the Warning Radio program or Shortwave, welcome. Now, we have a live audience here. We're in the Chapel of World Ministries International. And my guest today is missionary John Bolinda. John, welcome to the Warning program. Thank you, Anson. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. I know you met me when I was speaking down in Federal Way. Right. And I actually have seen you several times over the years when when I was down there. Right. Now, uh, you are called Missionary John Bulinda. Right. So, Missionary. Mm -hmm. Explain that. I'm on mission. From? From Kenya. Africa, okay, and sent by the Lord to this nation. So you're a Kenyan? Yes, sir. And you uh, are missionary from Kenya to America? Yes, sir. Good. Mm-hmm. Well, we need it. When did God send you here? It was back in 2013, so I'm counting 10 years now. Since wow. <coughs> wow. And uh, what area are you from in Kenya? Kakamega, which is uh, close to the border of Kenya and Uganda. I know exactly where Kakamega is because we help children and orphans up there. Right. So I've been there okay. personally. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you even can just know home if I give you the directions, if you've been there already. Yeah, I've been there. Okay. And uh, my wife has been there. Or people representing me in Kenya have been there. Okay. So... Uh, yeah, if you are ever there when I'm there, I expect a good meal of uh, ugali, ugali and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, maybe some uh, skooma or maybe tilapia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You bet. You, oh, yeah. Yeah, you Absolutely. bet. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we'll remember that. Okay. We'll remember that. Thank you. So, okay, so God sent you to America. Yeah. Okay, tell me why you think God sent you to America. First of all, I'll tell you why I didn't want him to send me. You didn't want to come? I didn't want to come. Okay. And the reason I was, I asked God, why do you send me to America? And America is a very developed country. Okay. It, is, it has all types of Bibles and translations. It has one of the most sophisticated ways of even spreading the gospel. Who am I to go to such a nation? But he said to me, I want you to go to America to bring America back to me. Wow. Because America has turned away from me. Yes. 
So it wasn't easy to understand until they gave me a scripture from the book of Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16 and 17. 16 says that go tell America to go back to the old way, the good old way that they walked in, and then it shall be well with them. So when I read it, it ends by saying, but they said we will not follow that road. And that's defiance. And then the second verse, it says, I will, I send uh, watchmen. But they say they will not listen to the sound of the trumpets that they are sounding. So that's why I was asking God, you already know the end. <laughs> You're telling me they will not listen. So I send me. <laughs> but he said, I am God of mercy, but I would like to let them know my heart for them. I'm not done in America because they have not finished the assignment that I gave them as a nation. So that's why I yielded and I had no choice. I ended up here. Wow. Now I see your wife in the audience. Yes. And where did she come from? She came also from my home country, Kenya. She's a teacher by career. And when I came, she saw me out to the airport. And five years ago, she sent me a, ma a message through email. And then she called me and she said, the Lord is telling me to quit my job okay. and to come and join you. Wow. That was one of the hardest decisions that she had to make because we had to leave our children, especially the very young one who was, I think, four years old. And it wasn't easy for her, but she had to come because the Lord had told her to come. Wow. So she has been here with me now for the last five years to continue with the assignment that the Lord gave us to do, both of us. Wow, wow. So she left your youngest one in Kenya. Right. So who, who was raising it? Our elder daughter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I want you to just take a moment. How many of you are willing to do what God asks you to do? Was asked to take Isaac and make sacrifice. Now, Abraham was willing to do it. Are you willing to leave loved ones behind for someone else to raise? You say, well, that's not common sense. God is not a God of common sense, according to you. Your common sense to God is foolishness. God is a God of eternity. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything will be added unto you. Hmm. We need to understand in America, we got to get back to the right priority. God is first. Right. Not our common sense, but to live by faith. Faith is eternity. And when he speaks because of eternity, we follow it. What have you found, John, in America in these 10 years? First of all, what I just used to hear the word culture shock. I didn't know what that meant. And when I came in for the very first time, I saw certain attributes in terms of character or behavior that in Africa, even in our culture, would not be accepted. Live alone Christianity. Wow, wow. Even our own very culture condemn, wouldn't accept some of the things that I came and saw here. For example, back home in Africa, we know that marriage is between a man and a woman. Yes. And God allows, if you have to, you can marry more than one wife. And, one, and today my wife woke up and she told me, God said he has no problem with you marrying more than one wife, but make sure that you take care of them equally. You don't favor one against the other. But God does not accept 
um, to have same relations in terms of sex. As a matter of fact, he gave me a vision. He showed me a chair. It was a golden chair. And it had four letters, S-E-A-T. I could see them from far. And then he beckoned me to come closer. And when I saw, moved closer, S, it was same sex. And then behind it was an E, it was euthanasia. And then the A was the word abortion. And T was transgender. And he said, these are the four major abominations. He called them abominations. Wow. In this nation of the United States of America. But he said, I'll show you yet another one. So a mannequin came, like sat on that chair, and on the forehead was H-E written on, and said, what is that? He said, that is human exploitation, which comes in form of sex trade, whereby women are sold into sex trade or people are forced into labor. And the Lord said, pray for America. So he gave me the burden to pray, and I told him, let us pray that America can turn from these five major abominations. Same-sex marriage or relations, euthanasia, abortion, transgender, and human exploitation. If they'll change, I don't know. We're doing what we're told to do. We are praying and asking God to allow them to come and see that what they're doing is not acceptable before God and in his eyes. I wrote a book, The Science of Judgment, and four sins bring judgment on a nation. Idolatry, immorality, killing the innocent, and dividing the land of Israel. Mm-hmm. And what you just said is in those four sins, classifications that bring judgment on a nation. Again, we're going to be showing in a little bit the titles explaining the science of judgment. And if you don't have it, you need to order your copy today. Yes, in the Old Testament, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and others had more than one wife. Yet there was a difference between making a covenant with those women or illicit sex, sex outside of marriage, fornication. God did make a difference. Covenant is so you take care of families. You take care of your commitments. Marriage is so you take care of a commitment. You don't just go by your lust and have children and leave them astray. The four visions, I believe, that we're responsible for, John, is to restore the church right. back to its original mandate mm-hmm. for reconciliation with God, for revival, and for reformation. We're supposed to restore the church to the mission and method of the way Jesus and the apostles led it. John? Right. That can be done by doing one major thing, repentance. And I remember one time... Um, I was in prayer, and the Lord said, they're asking for things that are not impossible for me to do. But they're not accepting to do something that they always keep quoting 2 Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. What is humbling yourself if you're not repenting of the things that you're doing? Without repentance, there is no revival. So we have to accept, and America is lucky you have met so many prophets like even Jonathan Kahn, who has come with harbingers, warnings to the nation, and he's told you even 9-11 didn't happen for the sake of it. But it happened because there was no ready, even after that everybody went to church, but there was no repentance. No real change of 180 degrees turning back and saying, from today we want to live for God. 
So our prayer is, and we have a, project, have a program called American Eels, Kenya Eels, Australian Eels, which my wife and I are part of. And we led Kenya to have pastors come together and pray for the nation. So seven nations right now in Africa are undergoing African Eels, Zambian Eels, Tanzanian Eels, going to their knees, fulfilling Isaiah 45, 23, which says, a word has come out of my mouth, it shall not come back to me void. Every knee shall bow and accept and acknowledge me as Lord. So we are praying that all those that you want to happen, yes, they will happen. But we need a national repentance for the United States of America. If that is what will change and bring what you're looking for at this moment. Well, I believe that with all my heart. I'm also leading Eagles Saving Nations. Eagles Saving Nations. Mm -hmm. At the end of this program, you're going to be able to watch it on television. Eagles Saving Nations. Nations. You need to subscribe. We're trying to get into the national football stadiums, NBA arenas, civic centers, large venues all through America and around the world. Mm -hmm. We need once again a great awakening. We need heaven to touch earth, touch man once mm -hmm. again as in Pentecost. Right. So they can go forth, people, believers with power and authority, not fear and intimidation. Right now, we're afraid to say anything. Right. The other side says everything and we keep our mouth shut. Oh, I'll just pray. That's a coward's way out. Right. You're not called to just pray. Mm. You're called to pray for yourself that you can do the will of God and confront evil. Open your mouth. Sure. Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. Mm. Did you hear me? Truth takes away deception. Prayer brings conviction. You don't disciple the nations or evangelize the nations by prayer alone. Right. You pray for yourself that you can do the will of God, be an ambassador, and go win the nations. Amen. We need to subscribe to Eagles Saving Nations, or this nation is damned. It's going to fall. It doesn't matter, John, if we put the most conservatives in. Right. We could put the most conservatives in the White House, the Senate, the House of Representatives, the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Yet, if Republicans don't change their view on homosexuality. Right. Judgment will fall to America anyway. We'll just delay the republic from toppling under communism a little bit. Sure. We've got to have another great awakening. John? Absolutely. And with that, my wife also and I, in times when, while we were praying, the Lord reminded me about what you just said. The awakening that you're looking for, she was in prayer and she said, who is J.G. Lakes? I, God just gave me that name and she didn't even know what she was talking about, but she, the name came. So we said, oh yeah, I've heard about John G. Lex in Spokane, the man who was doing miraculous things because that man was holy, that man was pure, he loved God and he stood right. And for me, the Lord continued to define about John G. Lex. He showed me doctors with their glasses on their faces and stethoscopes here, and I was in a vision in a hospital. And the doctors were asking, where have all the patients gone? And I answered them and I said, Jesus has healed them. So I think we are getting to a point and a time where the power of God is going to manifest once again. The likes of J.G. Lex, people who feared God and condemned evil in terms of living holy and righteous lives, God used them to bring the change. And I believe you and I have been called to be the change. And I believe and I agree with my brother with the Eagles. We've been doing that and we want to join with the Eagles ministry. We want to stand with you and see what we can be able to do so that we can be able to reach more people so more people can be aware that the Eagles call is about repentance and prayer so that we can be able to change the world. Amen. 
I know John is also one of our intercessors. Right. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> He's an intercessor. We're trying to get 2,000 intercessors in every nation on earth. I believe in prayer. Amen. But again, I can't twist the word of God, so I think I, I don't have to do my God-given responsibility and be an ambassador. The Bible says, pray for yourself that you can do the will of God. Right. I believe in prayer. Right. Prayer brings conviction. Truth takes away deception. We've got to do both. Absolutely. Yes. We've got to do both. Yes. We need eagle-saving nations. We need to pray. Yes. Reconciliation. Again, the four visions Again, to bring America back to God, one is restore the church to the mission and method of the way Jesus and the apostles led it. Mm -hmm. Two is reconciliation between ethnic leaders and churches. Right. John? America needs to be reminded one thing. There is no one single nation in the entire universe that can do what America can do. Only if America is willing to do it. And as you said earlier, when we listened to the preaching that you made, America needs to realize and to understand that they have been given that opportunity to bring the change in the world so that they can be able to be the voice of God, so that people can be able to come. Some of the visionaries who came, T.L. Osborne came to, to my street in Kaka, you've been to Kenya, to Nakuru. And I remember in 73, I was going to school and the Lord showed me a big vision while I was there. I couldn't even know what he was saying because I was raised Catholic and he was saying, I'm raising you Catholic, but I'll use you outside of Catholicism. So while that happened, when I saw T.L. Osborne, he said, that is the man I said. And T.L. Osborne was praying and people were receiving miraculous healings. That's where we need to have this nation go back. And America, you send out missionaries, the likes of uh, T.L. Osborne, the likes of this great man who went to and saw President, what was his name, from North Carolina, probably this servant of God. He died recently. And God is still using them, uh, to, them and the, what they, the works they did. I'm referring to Billy Graham. This is a man that God really used mightily. So I think God is calling us in these end times to be the voice of God. And if we can be, then what we are seeking for, it will be realized. Nakuru. I've been there many times. Mm -hmm. Many, many times. Right. And... Uh, I know I spoke for Bishop Karaoke, Mark Karaoke there for his uh, national convention of 5,000 bishops. Mm -hmm. Also, I wonder if T.L. saw the Flamingos. Right, the Flamingos in Nakuru, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're world renowned, the right. Flamingos right. in Lake Nakuru. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, God created everything and he created the beauty on earth, the Flamingos. Right. Now, the third vision is to revive the church to expand kingdom influence. We need, as we talked about, revival. Right. When Jesus came, after John started doing his work, John didn't even want to talk about anything. He said, repent, repent. The first word was repent, for the kingdom of God is coming. And when Jesus picked out from there, he also said, repent, for the kingdom of God is coming. I was reading the book of Luke chapter 13, and Jesus was again reminding the people who were saying, oh, look, Galilee, the, the, the Pilate mixed the, the Galileans with the blood of their sacrifice. He said, yes, do you think you are more worse than them? Unless you likewise repent, you shall also perish. So I was remembering what happened in Turkey. And people were saying, oh, look at the judgment of Turkey. And I was able to say, do you think the people in Turkey and Syria are more sinful than those? My wife was telling me that the Syrians are even dying. The numbers have gone so, so high. And people look at it like another statistic. Of course, Jesus said earthquakes will be there. But when the people die, we need to ask ourselves, are we ready when judgment comes so that we can change? America, my word and my call on the church, 
Don't wait for God to judge and then you, you repent. I would rather, if you can, repent before judgment. Amen. You know, Amen. because when judgment comes after you have not repented, it will be worse off than if you repented. Because he says, who knows? Maybe I can avert what disaster I want to bring. And I believe God is a merciful God, but we must be the ones who will cause God not to do what he wants to do if we turn to him through the same message of repentance. And the fourth vision is reformation of society and the discipling of nations. We want to influence society. John? We want to influence them how? With the word of God. Right now, the, the word of God has become irrelevant. You realize even in some places, the Holy Spirit is not even allowed. They say, Holy Spirit used to be there in the days of the apostles. No, 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 no. We need to go back to the good old ways, go to the Bible, and then the fulfillment of Joel too shall be realized. And then when it is realized, the word of God shall flow to all the nations. So we can only be able to bring that reformation us, because he says in Romans 12, 1 and 2, be renewed by changing your mind. Then you'll understand the perfect will of God. I think renewal of the mind will bring reformation. We need to have reformation of government, of the media, mm. of arts and entertainment, business, education, religion, and family. We need to change the culture of America. Mm. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we have to have another great awakening. Right. I prophesied 9-11, but I also, God showed me, after they went into the building to pray, mm -hmm. the Crystal Cathedral, and I was asked, because they knew I prophesied 9-11, mm -hmm. Dr. Hansen, what do you think of the prophecy, or the, uh, the prayer, right. prophetic prayer, supposedly? Mm -hmm. I said, it's a prayer of blasphemy. There was no repentance. Right. Just like Khan said. Right. No repentance. Mm -hmm. They want to continue their evil ways. Right. And God said, a thousand times more people will die. Right. Millions of people are going to die if we don't have another great awakening. Right. Did you hear me? Millions of people are going to die. Order the science of judgment. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the Scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of the science of judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part one, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, Parental Responsibility, The Feasts of the Lord, Solomon's Transgressions and Their Consequences, Righteous Kings versus Evil Kings, Example of King Jehoshaphat, Ungodly Alliances, God is Predictable, God Holds People Accountable, Man can turn into an intelligent beast to do evil. Section 2, 
The Deception of the Theory of Evolution has chapters titled as Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism, Darwin's Hatred of Christianity and its Fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus. If laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and Shalom. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.